0: going to Beaver just Movies, uh, James Beaver, of course, and what this episode is going to be is, it's going to be a personal chat, it's currently November the 3rd, and it's going to be a late Halloween special, uh, what what we're going to do now is I'm just going to talk about horror movies, talk about humble beginnings, and, and the such like. Thanks for listening guys, I, I appreciate you guys listening in every week. So, the first uh, thing that I wrote down in my notes here is uh, my horror begins. Uh, from a very young age, I would watch horror movies. Um, my first memory was watching Pet Cemetery 1. And I remember, I think I was about two or three years old. I actually remember this um, because I've also been told that it happened. And I have a bit of a semblance, even though it was 31 years ago when the little boy died in pet cemetery i apparently screamed so loud that i woke the entire house up so <laughs> that, that was kind of one of the things and then my parents were very relaxed when it came to me watching horror movies they would rent the movies out for me um i, I would have like nights where i'd just watch horror movies in my room uh having as i would call it, a picnic which is just like a bunch of uh, snacks and stuff like that. So I pretty much grew up on horror movies. Pretty much the first year of uh, school for me, when I was about seven or eight, I believe. No, no, no. I was about four or five, because I started, uh, like, it's kind of like a kindergarten kind of thing. Uh, I watched um, Nightmare on Elm Street before I left, because my mum had taped it for me the night before. So... That was pretty much uh, my horror influences. Was my mom and my dad uh, taping me stuff, let me watch it. Uh, the main rule was uh, I don't act out what I see. I could watch explicit movies, I could listen to explicit lyrics, but the time that I bring it out in into the real world, then they will cut it. They they says if if we see if we see or hear you do anything that you see in these movies, you will not watch them until you until you can be responsible. And that's pretty much what modern society should be. It should be allowing kids to test the water to see how they are. And if they show bad results from what what they see then definitely cut it because uh, it could lead to some terrible stuff. And pretty much that most children don't really understand the plots anyway. Uh, until you reach about like 9 or 10 kids don't really understand plots fully. They, they just like the pretty pictures or whatever. I didn't understand much until I was like 10 or 10, 11. And then I started to like rewatch it. It's actually nice to watch stuff from my past and realise. Oh shit I didn't realise that. Like watching something like Monster Squad or Ghostbusters. Uh, yeah uh, Ghostbusters. You would consider a horror movie, it's mainly a comedy, but it does have like a, a spooky element to it, so that's kind of another uh, humble beginning in my life involving horror. Like, pretty much, horror has just been pumping my blood the entire time, even now. I i always try and at least watch a horror movie uh, once a month. I try and find something if there's a horror movie in there and I like the look of it, I will definitely. Be, check it out kind of been slipping just because of uh work getting in the way but i generally try and uh, get back into it hey you yeah you are you looking for a fun and unique fundraising alternative ditch the frozen cookies holiday calendars and bingo balls have your sports team organization or nonprofit raise some real dough by trying a quizler's quiz night fundraising alternative Quizlers is a 12-round fun and interactive quiz game experience. Teams are formed and compete against one another on a variety of exciting topics. It's interactive, it's social, it's trivia. Follow us on Facebook by searching at Quizlers, on Instagram at Quizlers Winnipeg, or call us today at 204-793-4202. Mention the discount code BeaverDoesMovies to receive 15% off your next Quizlers booking. So we're going to talk about the big three in, in my life uh, when it comes to horror. Uh, you hear people that are much older than me talking about the Universal Monsters. But being a child of the 80s slash 90s, uh, my big three is Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, and Michael Myers. The first one I want to talk about is Freddy. In my opinion, out of these three icons, Freddy has the better movies got one you got the third one which is pretty much one of the best horror sequels directed by frank darabont uh, larry fishburne returns nancy has some really really cool uh, concepts with the dream warriors uh, patricia arquette just one of the best horror sequels to a big franchise in uh, in history in my opinion uh then you've got a uh, new nightmare which because uh, you had like the fourth You had uh, Freddy's Dead You uh, had uh, Dream Child Freddy's Dead And yeah the, Freddy's Dead uh, I think was one of the first times where, I'm like, That kind of sucked When that came out I watched it on VHS when it came out And I remember saying That kind of sucked uh, I I knew at that time Because I'm pretty much a optimistic person Even when I was a kid I, I enjoyed everything that I enjoyed ingested. But yeah, just it was it was terrible. <laughs> it was pretty bad uh, from the rose uh, and I knew the exact moment when I knew it was terrible was when uh the the kid at the start looked out and you saw Freddy dressed as a wicked witch of the from uh Wizard of Oz and I'm like okay what the fuck? It did have a cool kill. I really enjoyed the uh power glove bit but from that point, it kind of got into full-on comedy. Uh, um, I would also consider the second one pretty good too, and not as sh- strong as the, f- you know, the the other two and New Night- Nightmare Two, but the second one had some really strong moments. I really liked how dark it was. I, I didn't realize until like probably about five ten years ago that the uh, homoerotic undertones like that, that movie had. Um, I do remember uh, thinking that it was kind of weird, the whole dance scene where he's cleaning his bedroom. But I did enjoy aspects of it. It was like the whole where Freddy goes through. I believe it's Jesse. It really resonated with me and really like kept in my head throughout all these years. Um, New Na- Nightmare was... Uh, oh such a well done like Wes Craven is a master and uh him coming back and basically doing this whole meta it's kind of a pre scream because it does the whole meta thing um really really well and it's it just do, it does it's kind of like the proto scream in the way that they basically talk about horror movies and stuff like that but it's in the real world uh Robert England's a character Wes Craven's a character is it's so meta, but so well done. Uh, not as many, like, scares or... Uh, well, actually, it is a scary movie, but there's not as many kills in this movie as in a regular. And I think he kind of wanted to go back on that because he, I think he kind of wanted to add to the tension. And it was a really well done movie. Next will be Jason Voorhees. Uh, I came into this pretty late. I was one of those kids that knew Jason was a killer and... When someone told me that the first movie had... When the first movie had the mother as the killer, I was surprised. These movies are camp. They're silly at times. But they're also fun. Um, Generally, across the board, uh, they're they're the same in a way. Uh, There is some stinkers in there. Uh, New Beginning kind of dropped the ball, in my opinion. The whole idea of having a copycat Jason was a silly idea. Um, This movie... constantly almost like what resident evil become kind of takes away what they had uh planned at the end of the movie going into the new movie and completely scrapping it uh by the end of the fifth one tommy doyle was uh was pretty much going to become like the new killer but i think because of the kind of failure they had to bring jason back luckily they did though because uh, zombie jason is more iconic than um hillbilly jason you know J- just a regular dude that grew up in the forest. Uh, I appreciate what they've done. Unfortunately, they did do Goes to Manhattan, which. It, it's it's not even. They did not even go. To, they go to Manhattan at the, the end of like the movie. Uh, it does have one of my favorite kills where he uh, uppercuts a guy in the head so hard that it basically lands in a garbage can. The, the issue is uh, the final, like Jason Goes to Hell. Um, I like what they did with it. It was just way too away from the formula for it to be a success. I liked the idea of it, but I didn't. I liked I liked the beginning where the FBI basically decided to stop him, but then they screwed the pooch by turning him into a body-hopping maniac. And they introduced uh, this guy who's always been hunting Jason, yet you've never seen him. And they introduced an element that apparently he's trying to kill his family members or he's trying to, like body hop into a family member so that he be- become forever or something. They kind of try to add new elements at the end so that they could kill him off. Although the the, the big uh, Freddy reveal, I remember going ape shit at because that whole shit was amazing. Halloween, the original is a classic and is one of my favorite horror movies along with Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, Friday the 13th, doesn't have a, a favorite. I do like, uh, Freed um, I believe it's 3D for Crispin Glover for his uh, Freaky Ass Dance. Um, oh yeah, I forgot to mention Jason X. That kind of returned back to the formula in a, in a kooky way, but I kind of enjoyed what they did. And they had some really intense, interesting kills. And I, I just love it just because they went, went uber Jason. And I just... I just love the whole idea behind that. It's just it's funny to me. Uh, But back to Halloween. First one is great. Second one, so so. Uh, I kind of like what they were going for, but apparently uh, behind the scenes, um, John Carpenter was just drinking beer and trying to get a script out because they wanted a sequel when he didn't want one. And then, like his his whole intention for the Halloween series was for it to be an anthology series, and it turned out that people were mad when this came out because like where's Jason even I before watching it because I, I think I remember picking it out at, at the local video store and my dad warned me going there's no Michael Myers in this i went, what I was like yeah yeah he's not in this I'm like why and he's like I don't know my, my dad you know there's no internet so you don't know why Michael's in it you just know that he's not in it and I remember watching it and there's like this giant blonde bodyguard like He he kind of works for the main corporation that's doing everything. I was like, is that Michael? Yeah, I actually managed to get it in my own headcanon that that was Michael Myers on mass working for this, and that's why he went crazy. Uh, (laughs) I actually enjoy the Jamie uh, trilogy um, with uh, Jamie Lloyd. I really enjoy what they did with that. Uh, um, I, I, I specifically enjoy the fourth movie. I was disappointed that they kind of got rid of what they were intending with the fourth movie, with uh, Jamie basically becoming, like, the new Michael. But then she just ends up having, like, a psychic connection. Uh, The fifth one was okay, but it wasn't nothing compared to the fourth. And then the sixth one is a big piece of shit. But they did introduce Paul Rudd, and he uh, he was interesting. I do like the idea of bringing Tommy Doyle in uh the the child from the first movie and making him out to be someone that's just making sure you know obsessed with michael myers because he wants you know he he was terrified by him as a kid that's what else did they do oh uh h2o i enjoyed i liked what they did with that unfortunately that is now non-canon anything after the first halloween is now technically non-canon as of uh november 2019 because there is like a new series now with Halloween, Halloween 2018, which kind of gets confusing when you have to like mention that this is Halloween and then the the sequel is Halloween. I, uh, Halloween kind of confusing. Um, less said about Resurrection the better. Uh, I did a whole episode with uh, Shane Saint Germain, so definitely uh, check that out because you will hear us uh, yelling about how terrible that movie is. Um. Uh, Halloween 2018, I really enjoyed. It was one of the better resurrections of a franchise. Uh, it was how to do it. Uh, you can see there was love and care. They got John Carpenter back to do music. Uh, funny enough, Danny McBride has come back to do the uh, writing for it with uh, like his writing partner, which is insane. Uh, that's kind of a new trope right now, is uh, comedians getting involved with horror. And i know they say misery loves company but i guess they're uh letting their misery out more because you got guys like jordan peele doing amazing horror movies you've got guys like uh chris rock who co-wrote and is gonna star in a new soul movie with samuel jackson and that's pretty crazy to me so into the remakes i feel most remakes of the big three have not worked um Big problems with Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, and it's not the actor, though. Um, Jackie O'Haley is a short dude. But they did him dirty with the way they filmed him. Um, I think I mentioned this to uh, Roger Boyer in our remakes. But I think they really did him dirty in the way they they shot him. And it felt uninspired. Usually with Nightmare on Elm Street, there's kind of a bit of creativity in... What they're doing, and unfortunately, they didn't do much in that regard. The Halloween remakes, I like Rob Zombie. I like his movies. The only issue is he uh, tried to explain too much that didn't need explaining. Uh, Halloween is much scarier when you don't know why Michael is what he is. He's uh, he's a kid that just decides to go and uh, that just snapped one day and killed his sister, and then he's locked up in a mental asylum. Which for for uh, developed him into this cold-blooded killer, and that that's all you needed. Uh, I did appreciate what they did. I, I appreciate the start of this movie, um, like the whole setup. But then the set the uh, second half of the movie becomes a cheap remake of the first. And I appreciate the the pace in the, the first Halloween, whereas this they just kind of. Just, Oh, oh, we've got to hurry up because it's too much. I really like what they did with Friday the 13th, though. Fortunately, they didn't end up carrying it on, but I realized that they took the first three movies, combined them into one. I It was it was clever. It was, it was different. And I, I was interested. Uh, I remember the first shot uh, from the trailer where you just see Jason just hauling ass, getting ready to swing his machete, and I was like, holy shit, this is going to be good. But then it turns out he's just some guy in the forest, you know, a pot plant dispensary or whatever the fuck it was. Um th- that's not the actual plot, but there's a whole plot line where there's like a weed uh growth ne- nearby and he's killing everybody and it makes it seem like he's just some crazy cannabis farmer. Uh he also he also holds people hostage which was kinda weird. Um yeah so that that was the big free. That was a big free. Um definitely check out the originals, just check out the originals uh if you're a horror fan and you've never seen these you you need to like know your know your history and this is you know i i I know my history. I check out the universal movies that came before what I started watching This podcast is brought to you by Travelling Minds with the amazing host Libby Jeffrey. Whenever you're looking for a trip inspiration or an armchair travel adventure, Traveler Minds is a podcast that reimagines the way we travel one story at a time. I've had various conversations with Libby and she has some very interesting stories to tell with some very interesting guests. Currently, she's on a season break, but definitely check out her backlog of episodes. Just some very interesting stuff for like minded individuals who just love to travel. As someone who enjoys traveling myself, I got some very interesting ideas listening to this podcast. So please check it out. There'll be a link in the description of this episode. And give her a fantastic rating because she deserves it. So now, let's go into anthology movies. I love, I love a good anthology movie. Creepshow, Creepshow 2, Tales from the Dark Side. Um, They're my top three. And pretty much, uh, if there's a horror anthology... I would check them out. I really like the short story form. I really like what they do sometimes. Uh, Creepshow is, in my opinion, both of the movies are the benchmark. It's either better, than, as good as Creepshow, or below. I'm actually going to be running out of time, because so, uh, I'm only going to be doing half an hour. But uh, I wanted to just uh, talk about some movies I watched over in Halloween. Uh, I watched Turn of the Living Dead at the Park Theater, and uh, that was a blast, a silly movie, but I appreciated what it was about. Uh, I, I forgot that they made Night of the Living Dead technically real, but uh, they changed some stuff because the government wanted to change it, and they made a director to make a movie about it, just to kind of um, blanket over it. I like that uh, plot point. Uh, I watched uh, Body Bags, uh, John Garth. Carp- uh, it, was, it, it was intended as a TV series, but they couldn't get it made, so they made it into a movie the whole thing being run uh like hosted by john carpenter is as like this coroner guy and it was very interesting i've never seen it before but it was very fun with a decent cast uh stacy Keach, mark hamill are in their own segment uh definitely check it out i found it on the uh amazon prime shutter app uh definitely check it i also checked out um free from hell it felt cheap but I enjoyed it, and with Sick unfortunate passing, he couldn't really do much. And I, I was kind of disappointed in the way he went. But Richard Blake taken over is good because I generally enjoy that actor. Uh, he played Joe Chill in Batman Begins, and he's the saving grace of the not so good thirty one. Uh, he plays, I believe, it's uh, Doomhead, but he's just uh, generally cr- creepy. He's a good actor. He's great at monologuing. He has great monologuing in 31. Uh, he's actually the original Night King in Game of Thrones. And just a great... Uh, he's a great, great actor. My apologies. Uh, then I watched the original Halloween, too. Like, the original nineteen eighty, nineteen seventy eight, 1978, I believe. I uh, watched that for Halloween. We had some wings. We chilled out. I uh, did it for my bucket list. And just watching that movie was really interesting uh just to see just to see what i can remember and i remember every fucking thing in this movie um great acting great setup uh it's interesting watching it knowing about uh halloween 2018 and i just uh oh, such a great movie i uh, definitely check it out uh that's also on the shudder app uh shudder i'm not sponsored by shudder but you guys just definitely check out Sh- uh shudder it's like six bucks a month And you just get some great horror. They even have like a creep show, TV show going on, uh, run by Greg Nicotero, who's the guy who does the uh, graphics, uh, the effects work for The Walking Dead. Um, I didn't watch much horror, but um, yeah, I didn't watch much horror just because of uh, life getting in the way. Um, My recommendations, uh, you know, if you want to check some stuff, there's a movie called Splinter, which is a cool body horror thing couple end up at a gas station and this thing that kind of turns into spikes on your body kind of takes over it's like a it's like a virus thing a really good movie uh, the babadook which it, it's kind of like a the post-traumatic trauma of losing a loved one and it involves this weird creature in a book called the babadook and i really like the effects the overworldly look of him and then finally southbound it's a uh, anthology movie uh you can pretty much find it anywhere i found it in most places and it's just a really fun like based in the desert documentary not a documentary anthology jesus definitely check it out and uh that'll be it uh, like 25 minutes goddamn i've been i've been i was expecting for me to be running out of content but i've actually had to cut stuff uh usually with my uh, provider i get like an extra half an hour i decided instead of just uh holding back um an episode for the week i just do you a quick half an hour we'll be we talking about horror movies um and apparently i've got a lot to say because i'm pretty much running out of time but yeah thank you guys uh, next week is gonna be an excellent episode uh mike mission is back for an episode we did a fun episode uh and then there's gonna be an announcement during that episode about the new the new one coming uh the 60th episode is gonna be in- intense i've already shown you a bit of uh stuff on instagram but definitely check it out guys beaverdoesmovies.com is the website for all your beaver does movies needs check us out on instagram at beaver does movies, twitter at beaver does, and facebook at beaver does and also if you want to send me an email beaverdoesmovies at gmo.com or go to the website and send me a message thank you guys and i will see you next week